bitches. I'm Jono. And I'm Dominic. And this, this is Jabber. Welcome, guys, to our podcast. My name is Jono. I'm Dominic. And we're going to just give you guys a little introduction of who we are. Yeah, so uh, actually, I don't even remember how we met. On Grinder. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Um, I think we met, uh, but we definitely met in New York, but yeah. I don't know how we connected. Um, yeah, actually, you were actually stalking my page, <laughs> and you were just like sending me all these DMs. No, I'm not kidding right now. Like, this is serious. He was sending me all these messages saying that we should shoot and everything, and I was going back and forth to New York because my sister Nikki doll. And, and I were working on some stuff. And so when I arranged it, like, right before I left back home, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give you a few minutes. Like A few minutes? Yeah. We spent more than that. I think it was, like, maybe, okay, maybe an hour. But then we got that jacket. You styled it well. Yeah. You know, we did this stairway stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. So a little bit about myself. I'm a vibrant visual artist with a unique sense of style and humor. I'm very sarcastic and sassy, so be prepared for that. Yeah, and uh, I'm Dominic, and as you know, you may know me from Instagram or maybe OnlyFans, but I'm a model actor and just, I guess, what, online personality? Is that? Porn star. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so we're going to start off the show today with some shady comments. We both Googled each other, mm -hmm. and we found things, and I don't know what you found on me, and I don't, you don't know what I found on you, so we've got some. Oh, I found a lot of shit on you. You did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Not even comments, just videos and photos. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read um, some of these comments. Okay. I'm not going to read the screen name because they're not worth it, but somebody said, he's batshit crazy. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean... Uh, I absolutely think it's true, but you know what? <laughs> we do not discriminate against a mental condition. Right, so next. Uh, another one was interesting. I recall an Instagram Q and A where he said he would never do full nude photos. Dot dot dot. <laughs> meh. I mean, maybe that was true in 2016. I don't know what date that that was, but I mean, I I was there was a time in 2016, 2017 when I was like, no, I can't do nudes. It will destroy me. But obviously, that's not the case. Yeah, everyone has their price. <laughs> it's true. So this next comment says, I've been told he likes trading pics on his grinder account. He definitely likes showing off often as a model, exposing much more in a photo shoot, which is labeled as porn. I hope somebody finds more. I don't, first of all, let's squash that. I don't have a grinder, never did, never have, never I will. I call bullshit. No, I don't, I never did. So either somebody out there has a fake account with me. I'm not on those kind of things, you know? Not that, I mean, you want to do that, that's fine, but I'm not on there, you know? I meet people in real life. I don't need to go on an app and do all that. Not that it's bad. This, I'm just digging myself a hole here, but I'm just saying I'm not on there. I'm not on there. So someone's faking a profile. I need to see a screenshot. <laughs> all right, so I found someone new. Oh. I'm not going to read the usernames either. It says, do you think he slept with his models? Absolutely not. I'm Are a firm, sure? uh, yeah, I'm a firm believer in not shitting where I eat because <laughs> that's just like messy. Yeah. And I've, I've shot like literally over like, I want to say over like 300 models and like to go through that and like all that drama, that's, that's, that's too much. Plus and you're like happily 
Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and I'm I'm with I'm, I'm in a relationship and I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. The next one says, I've watched Jono's work from the past several years and noticed his work is so safe. Why is that? I don't want to get banned. I don't want to get flagged. <laughs> yeah. And and two, uh, the, the the main core of that is because I don't you know like want to do that type of work. I mm-hmm. have a certain taste level. That I have no, you know, like, I'm not discrediting you or anything yeah. that you've done or anything like that or anybody else that, you know, is, that's going to be on the show. You know, like, that's just what I do with my work, and that's that's the caliber of my work and how far I'll go. I definitely will say that there is some more spicier images than Instagram can handle, but I I do cross that line, and it gets right about you're about to see it. Right. But I don't cross that barrier to where it's, like, not tasteful or anything like that. Yeah, that's that's true. Okay, so the next one is, why is it that every time, I think this is an angry one, mm. why is it that every time I've asked Jono to shoot with me and collaborate, he said no? What's up with him? I don't want to pay for your shoot. <laughs> Many people don't understand, like, you know, like, when in the DMs, I am so nice. I try to keep myself as sweet as possible. You may, you may, you guys may hear me right now and sound like I'm really sassy and real bitter, but, like, honestly, <laughs> that's just for show. And when it comes to like me being on a professional level with people, like I try to keep it as nice and sweet as possible. I don't even check my DMs, by the way. No, you don't. No, That's not what I heard. But okay, but <laughs> when it when it comes down to like when I'm the one that ends up picking up the bill, and it's so expensive at at, at the end of the day, and you know like renting out a studio, editing, and putting all this work and effort for someone's content that they're just posting mm-hmm. on their Instagram, it, it becomes. It's not art, it's just content, the way that I I see it. All right, so the next part of today's show, uh, we're gonna be talking about everything that's been going on with us during quarantine, because it is a weird time and it's not uh, typical for us um, to be locked in the house. So what if, like, what's been going on with you during this? Um, It's gonna sound really sad, but, you know, it's, you know, losing a lot of work and then also losing my creative studio. I wanted to ask you about that because you texted me and you said you lost the studio, but yeah. do you think that after everything that happens with, you know, COVID, what's the future like? Are you going to get a new studio or you just shoot on location or rent out instead? Like I have to find another studio because I was renting this from, she has another photographer. She, she gave only a few people this, you know, opportunity to work in the studio. And let me tell you, it was a perfect place. It had a kitchen, a bathroom, hair and makeup. It was beautiful. And then you had the, um, what's that thing called? The fire escape. Yeah. And it had a hair and makeup station. station. It was gorgeous and it was amazing it was just so heartbreaking reading that email that she sent over to us due to everything that's going on i'm sorry but i have to close my doors and you know Mm. i'm not i know i'm not the only one experiencing these things and there's some light out of it we're gonna be able to get out of this one day and but let me let me ask you're a small business owner yeah independent contractor did you receive relief as a business owner for the studio or for you know yourself no since the very beginning when everything was canceled i didn't receive anything from any relief programs that are out there still to this day and a lot of small businesses were coming forward and saying we have to close our doors because we did not get a dime mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm not in that situation luckily i'm still i'm still able to work as an artist 
but I know so many people that, you know, had to give it up. And, you know, like, it, it, it sucks. It's hard, you know, like, these times that we're living in, but especially for the artist, the individual person. But at the end of the day, you know, like, we still got to continue. I feel like for me, it's different because, you know, you're the photographer. I am, I'm the individual. I'm the talent. I show up. And, you know, like when we shot, you and I, I go to your studio. You're using your equipment, your mm -hmm. lights. Uh, I'm coming to you. The only thing I'm, I have to deal with is, you know, you even provide the, the costumes, the wardrobe, the props. Yeah. So that's there's, a lot. There's a lot more um, cost yeah. to be a photographer. And I think that's like, I think that's the, that's the point that you're trying to get across. Yeah. And, and it, it's true. There is thousands and thousands that have been lost within this few past few months but yeah at, at the end of the day we i i'm lucky that i've been very smart with my fi financial um backing and so i've been able to be a lot more smarter than you know like a, someone that's new to the game but it it's it's i i feel for the person that actually hasn't you know like been in my shoes for the past you know like 10 years that i've been doing this but i did see that uh i think on Instagram, I saw that you did do a shoot mm -hmm. for one of these underwear companies. Mm -hmm. um, how oh, was the that? first gig that I got, I took it and ran. I, yeah. was, <laughs> I need to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the first, you know, like, last, it was last week, actually, I got uh, an opportunity to, to do something with a major studio. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. And my friend called me up and said, are you available? I was like, I'll, I'll do it anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say no to anything. Okay, so I know that you are in school, mm -hmm. but I don't know what you're studying, what you're doing, what what's going on. You know, I've been blessed to be able to have the ability to continue my education and to continue my path to get a bachelor's degree mm -hmm. with my photography yeah. and being able to be fully invested with my craft. Yeah. And I'm just so, I'm so excited. You have no idea like that I'm able to continue this. Yeah. What's your like major? It is photography. So, uh, Dominic, how's life been affected you since COVID-19? Uh, well, I the first few months were slow, mm -hmm. and it drove me nuts. Um, but then I did a FaceTime photo shoot. Mm -hmm. What's that? Um, so I FaceTime with a photographer. We set up the phones, and he sh photographs his phone. And then he like crops it, and but it kind of looks grainy. Mm -hmm. um, like I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really like it. Uh, I didn't use the photos, but I think he he used them. Uh, and then we did this self-portrait series for this magazine. Uh, it was like the quarantine edition. What's the magazine? It's called John Magazine. Oh, okay. They're in London, and then mm -hmm. I think one okay. of the guys is in LA. Okay. Um, there's just like a few people that are the main editors. Uh, so I had to like take selfies in the mirror and stuff, and then they put them in the magazine. And then I went to Las Vegas with uh, our sound guy. Oh. Jose. How did that go? Uh, it was good. I had two shoots out there. He assisted. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then we went to Palm Springs a couple weeks later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he assisted on the shoots with um, Kevin McDermott and yeah. Scott Hoover. Oh, sweet. And yeah. we did some stuff for OnlyFans and then stuff for a book, a future book that's nice. not even released or even thought of right now. It's just for the future. Mm -hmm. And then I've been prepping for this podcast. Sweet. So, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a little nap, and we'll be right back.
I'll tell you, I wrote the book here. <laughs> no, you shot yeah. the book. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so that was I Wrote the Book by Beth Ditto. Oh my God, I love this song. I like it. Yeah. All right, so let's go to our second segment. And mm -hmm. we're going to talk about uh, something we did together, uh, the study of Dominic Albano um, by you, created by you, all images. And it was a soft cover, like magazine style book that we uh, have been working on for six months consecutively um, from the point that it was released in May. And, uh, but there are images from two years um, when I flew into LA for a job, uh, we hooked up and not hooked. No. <laughs> we met up <laughs> and we linked up and uh, we did a shoot. And some of the photos from that book, um, from that shooter in the book. Um, so yeah, let's talk about. So, um... The reason why we created this is basically is to give back to really your fans because you have such a huge fan base in particular, you know, and we wanted to be able to have something for them to have. And mm -hmm. two, I've been wanting to create something like this on this level where it's just um, a study. So initially, I wanted to create this book that of one individual, and that was Dominic. And you've done other books, though, with but like several models. Yeah, and those are the Book of Jono. Yeah. Those are books that are just a collection of my latest work. And the main reason why I created this book was to have a main focus study on just Dominic, which is you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, well, for me, I think I pitched it to you, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted, because I came into this, this industry, this world, um, when it was the the peak of this digital age where everything was you know digital magazines everything was like the the jobs were not for print anymore they mm. were for you know the advertising um they were on social media the industry's changing so i wanted something nostalgic something physical that you could hold mm -hmm. and you know something that could mean something and that you could put on your table and open up and show your friends and you know your house guests and stuff so i just felt like something solid like that is more meaningful and that's why I wanted to do it yeah and the book is available through my website and it has a special package if you order it right now it has two postcard prints with it for a limited time at <laughs> johnafoto.com yeah okay so uh, obviously I know this but uh, our, our viewers don't um, the making of this book wasn't just rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and all this happy stuff. We obviously had some setbacks. It was hell. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so what do you feel like contributed to the delays and all that? Um, there was like a few setbacks and my whole thing was the understanding how you mentioned of going into the digital aspect of it because mm -hmm. people want to see things immediate. Yeah. They um, they want to see things on their tablets or computers and whatnot. So I try to get it on multiple um, um, digital platforms to be able to 
share that like an ebook. Yeah, yeah. To be able to share that along with you know like all the major content networks, and there was one in particular. Mind you, all the other networks are still pending right now, and we're we're just figuring out um, uh, the uh, the phonetics of getting everything set with it. But one major content network, I'm not going to say the name of it, um, said that they were initially displeased with the content that was in it because they basically called it hardcore porn. Did they? Yeah, and I know, looking at my work, if you look at my work, you know that there is a sense of homoeroticness with it. There's Dominic in a bunch of half-naked or naked poses in the book. Yeah. That's like my whole career, basically. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, the images are all tasteful. You don't see anything. There's maybe like a slight sliver that there might be something there, but it could be a shadow. But I, the way that I shoot, everything that you see in my work has a taste level like that, you know, keeps everybody happy. Yeah. And, you know, all the other platforms were completely happy, but when I, I got... I can't believe they said hardcore porn. Yeah, and when, when I received that email, I was just, just so shook, you know? I was shooketh. When I was reading the email from the media, it basically said the reason why they canceled the book was because it cheapens their network. And when I was looking on their other page and sh- looking through their shop, it... Sh- uh, you can see on there that there is a section for nude photography, and there is a section for that photographers have made for that platform. When you look at that stuff, it's not anywhere near the caliber of tastefulness that I shoot. And when you look at it, it's kind of like, wow, that's on there. Do you think it, it's because it's a guy? If it was a girl, would it be different, you think? Uh, you know, those examples that I sh- saw on there, they were a girl, and they yeah. were like, you know... In a pretty explicit images, mm-hmm. and in comparison of it, I do think that it's because of that. Okay, so also the re- the timing of this whole thing, like we didn't Ugh. know when we started this in September, we didn't know that in six months it would be, you know, a crazy time. Yeah. Um, and there were several delays. There's like this little bug. I don't know if you know if you heard about it. It's no. like caused like this global pandemic, <laughs> and it's you know. Yeah, it's called COVID nineteen. Yeah. But also. When we released it, I think it was like the... It was a few days before. It was a few days before the riots, you know, Mm -hmm. the Black Lives Matter. But obviously that is a very important movement and that Mm -hmm. takes priority. Definitely. But I'm just saying in, in the... In relating this to the book, it was not a good time because no. first you had we were in the middle of a pandemic. Nobody has money, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, the the focus shifts from COVID nineteen and not having a job to, you know, supporting Black Lives Matters, uh, marching, rioting, and so no one's thinking about our book. They're thinking we need to focus on getting a job, getting unemployment, uh, getting uh, to these marches and supporting are people of color, uh, but they, the, the book wasn't a priority. You know what? There's just a lot going on, and it wasn't, it wasn't the right time, but that doesn't mean that I can release it anytime I want to. You know? But here's the thing that you know, we kind of talked about this. The initial release doesn't mean just because we launched it in a time when it wasn't a good time, it wasn't the, the focus, it wasn't the priority. Um, I feel like just because it didn't do well to start with doesn't mean that, you know, when everything kind of slowly goes back to normal, we could relaunch it and, and get more visibility from that. Definitely. That. And 
I'm already, you guys can definitely take the initiative to go check it out if you want to on my website. But also, too, we're going to have, like, another second soft launch and just definitely just promote it again. Because we did put a lot of work into it. There's a lot of different things that we worked on, a lot of different sets. I don't want people to think that it didn't sell. We, you know, we sat down, we signed the books, and, you know, we had some, I recognized some of the names, Mm -hmm. um, very loyal people to us and our work. And um, so that meant something. And, yeah. But I do want... There's the whole like behind the scenes story that people don't know. Oh my God. It was it was uh, it was crazy. This one day, I don't know. Do you remember this day that I'm talking about? Yeah. The, it's in Venice. The bad day. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So we get there, right? We can't find any parking. Uh, well, uh, well, to top it off. Yeah. And speaking of parking, the morning of, I got a ticket in the morning, <laughs> like where I was parked in the morning. So I was like, already knew that you know it was not gonna be a good day. But then. So we walk from the car. We couldn't mm-hmm. find parking, so we parked way back. And then we walk all the way to the beach. And this is like the perfect time of the day. It's like golden hour. Yeah. The sun is in the right spot. So we go down to the beach, and then you're like, I don't have my memory card. <laughs> yeah. And, and so like when yeah. I was setting up, and I noticed that my memory card holder with all my memory cards in there were not in there. <laughs> we're not in my, <laughs> my, my bag. And so I was like, fuck, we need to go get one. So we go to Target first, and then mm-hmm. we go to Best Buy, mm-hmm. and we, we found one. We found one, yeah. And then um, we we plugged everything in. You turn on the camera, and, and it's batteries, low battery, <laughs> almost about to die. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" And so I I have like three batteries in my bag, and so like I found one that was decent, and I was just like, you know, it was just a bad day. By the time we actually got to the location where I wanted to shoot. All these clouds came out of the sky. And, and the sun was going down. Yeah. And it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> he had to, like, edit out the goosebumps and stuff. Yeah, and it was, it was, it, you know, the images came out great, but. Yeah, they did. We got three. Three images yeah, from that shoot. But, like, the, the image, like. For the, the book. The, the, the day was just a really bad day. Yeah. I mean, from each shoot, we probably got three to five images, so that's normal anyway, but I don't know. I was happy with it. Yeah. Anyway, we're moving on to the next topic for today. We're talking about your 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 love <laughs> of pubic hair. <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. Obviously, this has been a huge debate um, on social media about my pubes. Mm-hmm. Who would have Who would have thought that you love having a full bush? I mean, I don't love. <laughs> Um, I would, I would describe it as like a power muff. <laughs> yeah. That has just like, you know, it, it's a statement, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what you could do? You could, you could be a, a Merkin model if you wanted to. <laughs> they wouldn't even need hair and makeup or anything. They'd just have you come on set and just. But no, seriously, in all honesty, like, um, on Instagram, there was this huge debate. Some people were commenting. There was this one photo. It was in Coney Island. And I remember the photo, actually. And I'm, he's shooting from below, and I'm standing there. And he's like, oh, can you unbutton your uh, jeans a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Pull down the underwear. This bush pops out. And I'm like, and on the comments, there was like 30 comments. Like women, men uh, commenting. The, some of the women were like, doesn't he trim? And then some of the guys were like, oh, no, it looks good. Like, so it was like this whole debate. I think in the sense of that, of like, you know, like 
what's what is too much. I think like you can make it tasteful. I'm not saying you have to completely shave or anything like that, but like you could you could give it a little haircut, and it's right, it's, I mean, it's not gonna like it's not gonna like you know like it's not gonna make it a big deal or anything. Like, well, Instagram made it a big deal when they started taking down pictures. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I have got my underwear on. I think the algorithm was advanced by your by your bush. I mean, maybe so, but like, so the, you've got this underwear, and then the pubes sometimes come out from the underwear. Maybe what it and, is is yeah. is the robot, the algorithm. Maybe it's the severity of the bush. Maybe you <laughs> just have too much, and it just like flag. You think that's yeah, it? Maybe that's what it is. Well, my grandmother texted me. She's like, "Oh, I saw that picture on Instagram. You need to trim." Wow. Well, I was like. Yeah, and if then... If your grandma's telling you you got to trim, you know, maybe there's a problem. Well, you know, back in her day, everyone was, like, smooth. That was, like, what, the 50s or something? Everybody was pretty much more conservative, I think. Mm-hmm. I think hair is sexy right now, right? Uh, to a certain degree. Like, if when you have, like, a national forest down there, it's, it's different. <laughs> I think, was it for the book or a different shoot, that you're, like, you texted me, mm-hmm. like, 3 o'clock in the morning... And you're like, I had to spend one hour photoshopping your bush. I think it was more than one hour. <laughs> but, you, you know, like, like when you look at my work, you look at my work with a certain integrity. And, you know, like when you look at everything, I compliment the best view of you as an individual. And, you, you know, it's, it's not making fun of you. It's not, you know, like whatever. But that. like what I'm doing is just thinking of proportions. Okay. I oh. thought it was unproportionate. <laughs> um, I mean, you've publicly shamed my bush, but I don't, you know, I don't take it. <laughs> yeah. I don't take it personal. Yeah. You know what? Like when, okay, here's, here's a story. Dominic was changing his shorts in my car and I was sitting in the car and he pulled his shorts down and then I'm just like in my phone and then on the corner of my eye, cause you know, a side pro- pro- profile of vision, you know, I just see is like this like black object. And then I just glanced over and I was like, is that a black cat in your lap? And I was just like in shock. And I was just like, damn, that cat has a big nose. And you know, like, I'm sorry if I've shamed it or if I've made no, fun I, of it, but like, you know, like you. to a certain degree, you could have pubes, you could have like all that, but like, you know, just like clean it up a little bit. I mean, what do you think about women having pubes? I mean, is that in? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Uh, you know, Madonna's daughter, you know, like she just came out on her page right now from her birthday party and she raised her arm and she had a full armpit full of hair. Or what about that model with the full, the female model with the full unibrow? What's yeah. her name? You know what? It, 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 it's, it's, it's your body, and you can do whatever you want with it. So actually, now that I'm thinking about this, another photographer said to me, I think you should trim your bush. He wasn't so, you know, he doesn't know me like you do, so he didn't say it so bluntly, but he did say, you know, you have to trim your bush. So I took that into consideration, and I took this electric razor and I just went in and it just ended up a big bald spot down there. And I just trimmed it all off and it was like completely just no hair, nothing for like a week. Could you run faster? <laughs> Maybe. All right, moving on. Um, so now we have a letter asking for advice. 
And I just have to disclaim that although we enjoy giving advice, we are not licensed professionals. We are not therapists, and everything discussed here is for entertainment only and personal reflection. Agreed. Okay. So, let's get to it. Awesome. So, we have a letter here from Victoria. It says, hello, everyone. I want to start off by saying, Jono, I am obsessed with your work, and I absolutely love it. Don't ever stop and listen to anyone holding you back. <laughs> Thank you so much. She's obviously one of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get personal right now. I've been married for 11 years, and I've been separated from my husband for two years now. I'm in the process of moving on. My husband, Brent, during our separation, started a new relationship and still thinks it's a secret to this day. However, his friend confronted me about this, and they have been together for over a year. I was actually relieved because it gave me confirmation that we're both moving on, which also sucks is because his friend also mentioned that he's been cheating on her the entire time. So basically, I want to come out on social media and show the world my new boyfriend. We became official about three months ago, and I could not be happier. This is a complete upgrade for me, and I do not want to keep him a secret. I want to share my happiness. But my question is, is it appropriate and respectful to update my relationship status even though my divorce is still pending? <laughs> I say fuck yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not fair to him, the new guy to be a secret. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that would be a relief for him, a relief for you. And honestly, if you're not together... It's, it's, it's a legal document. It's not, it's not that you two are together anymore. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just the legal stuff. I would say I've been a secret in a long-term relationship, and it's not fun. With a, with a guy who's straight? Yeah, and it, it's, not, it's not worth it. Oh, I remember that. It, it's, you know, it, being the person that's yeah. a little dark, little dirty secret, it's, it's not fun being in that little dark space. I mean, it's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> Uh, it depends on the situation, but I didn't like it. <laughs> Clearly, you are so much more happier, and you guys are separated for a reason. It didn't work out. But it seems like you're better off considering you called them an upgrade. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like you did from a medium to a supersize. <laughs> you know, in the digital area, it seems that there's a huge, huge significance when you're doing a status update. And it means something. It means you have someone. And it's a big step, and it, mean, it means that you're, you've moved on. And I say to do it, no fucks given, you're happy, and to show him off. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's this respectful way to do it. And, you know, like, I think if you did do a status update, I don't think there's a problem with it. I think your main concern is what those followers are going to say or your, your friends are going to say. And if you're receiving any type of negative feedback, that's an instant block. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just don't see how, how that's, like, you know, it's not, he, they're not together. He's got a girlfriend. No one's shaming him. He's a guy. He's got a new girl. You know, what's, why should the woman be shamed? Why should it be a problem for the woman, you know? Exactly. And it's only, from what it sounds like, it's her next step of continuing to move on and yeah. move forward. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh... That wraps us up for today's show. I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to Jose, our sound guy, and of course my co-host, Jono. That's me. 
Follow me at Jono Photography on Instagram, on Facebook at Jono Photo, and also on Twitter at Jono underscore photo. <laughs> what about your OnlyFans? OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, I have that too. <laughs> yeah. I haven't posted on there, but I'll definitely take your money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been Jabber Podcast, produced by Dominic Albano and John O'Madison. Sound by Jose Gallo. Do you have a question or inquiry? Send us an email at jabberpod at gmail.com. Or send us a DM on Instagram at jabberpod. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. Stories and mentions are not meant to hurt anyone and their subtitle parties. (laughs) 